Welcome to the College Soccer Guy podcast, and I'm really excited to talk to you today about creating your list. Again, I'm the College Soccer Guy. I help you play college soccer. Let's get into it. So when you're creating your list of schools, let's pretend you're a freshman, sophomore, junior two, but particularly freshman, sophomores, because that's the ideal time to get started in all this process because your junior year is insane regarding the recruiting process. So freshman, year, your summer or sophomore year, your summer going into your junior year is the perfect time to begin this process. If you are a junior, this applies to you as well. Now, when you create this list in the perfect world, you would have a relatively big list at the beginning. Could be a hundred schools. Now, maybe you're going, I don't even know how to pick a hundred schools. I don't even know what schools I can choose from. Well, in the College Soccer Guide program, which we can get you sorted out with later, I have a basically built a website that allows you to look up every single school by chat, by division, by gender, by major, by everything. And it takes three clicks and I can get you that sorted. If you give me a call, we can sort that out for you. But so that's like the easiest way to create the list. Otherwise, you can use Google. If you use BARD, B-A-R-D, which is basically AI Google, and it can help you create a list of schools if you give it like a prompt such as... I'm looking for division one schools that are in these regions with this GPA. Bard is smart enough to give you guys a list so you can use AI. I like my website just because it also tells me like the price and their contact information. But, you know, there's so many tools out there that you can use. So now you've got your list of 100 schools. Part of that list has to be decided by your major. And that's really what this website does is it allows us to look through every single school and go, which are the schools with environmental science, psychology, business. Luckily, most schools have business. But if you're an engineer and you're in electrical engineering versus mechanical engineering, not every school has both. So that's really how you want to pick your list of schools is by your major. Then, of course, you can get into regions and whatnot. But this is the number one rule I tell everybody. At the beginning of the recruiting process, you do not have the privilege to choose which college you get to go to. You do not have the privilege to pick what soccer team you want to go to. You are starting at square zero and you are a nobody. Now, I say that with love in my heart because if you understand that, you'll be much more open-minded about creating that list of 100 schools, many of which those schools may not be at the top of your list. When I work with my students, I create a custom list for every single student based off of the conversations I have with them on the phone, which is partially why I have us do a free call together. So that way I can start putting together, oh, you have these interests. These are coaches I'm thinking of that would fit your style of play based off your video. These are coaches that we need their interest in order to get the interest of other coaches. Leveraging and getting to know many coaches is really important in this recruiting process. So we need everything at our disposal to make sure your list is amazing. So let's say now you've got this amazing list. Either I've helped you with your list or you've gotten help on your own or you've done it on your own or you used the College Soccer Guy program to make your list. So what do we do with that fantastic list now? So the first bit is we're now going to create the email. But before I jump into describing that email, on your list, I want you to know that when you're picking those that list, you should pick schools you've never heard of. Almost, you could even close your eyes and go, I'm going to pick this, this, this school. If you don't know what you're doing. Obviously, if you want me, I can tell you what to exactly what to pick and everything. But if you're just like, I need to do this, just literally pick a bunch of quote unquote random schools. The reason is two things. One, you never know because like the school I chose, Valparaiso, I never heard of Valparaiso and I picked that one in the dark and it was my favorite school and I loved every second of it. I moved from Malibu, California to Valparaiso, Indiana and it was I got a full scholarship and it was amazing. If you're willing to go out of state and go to private schools, there's much more money on the table. 
And this creating your list can be overwhelming. So what I tell people is do a crappy first draft. Just pick a lot and you're not sure which ones those are. Now, if you're like, I have amazing grades, right? You have above a 3.8 GPA. Then you may be saying to yourself, well, I'm only going to pick the top academic schools. And this is where I would pause you for a second and remind you, remember, you're a nobody. You're starting at square zero. If, as you're doing the recruiting process, a school says to you, how is the recruiting process going? Say it's Tufts or say it's Dartmouth, right? Top academic schools. Say, how is it going? And you go, uh, well, this is like the first call I've had and this is the first email. They're going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe I misjudged this kid. They're going to get very skeptical, like a scared horse almost being like, I was drinking out of this water, but now I see all the other horses aren't near the water. I'm going to back away. And then they're going to get really uncomfortable. The way college coaches recruit is they want to hear that you're being recruited by other teams. That makes them much more comfortable because remember, they only get to watch a video, maybe two or three videos, see you at one game for 20 minutes, and then they have to make a decision on you sometimes. So they don't like thinking that no one else is recruiting you because they're like, what am I missing? Is there um, an injury? Is there a family thing? Is it a finance thing? Is there grades? Or, you know, What's happening here? So they get really uncomfortable. So you want as much interest as possible is my point. So this is why you're going to put some schools on your list that maybe aren't on the very top of your list, probably maybe level C, level D schools. Like with my students, I'll have them put schools that I know of because I've been doing this a long time, but they've never heard of. Then like, for example, Haverford, which is a really good division three school, but maybe one you haven't heard of. They compete against John Hopkins, Carnegie Mellons on a pretty much yearly basis. It changes every year a little bit, but pretty much those are the types of schools they're talking to. So, and Haverford had an amazing season. If you're listening to this in 2023, they had a fantastic year. So if Haverford is recruiting you and you want to go to John Hopkins and you say to John Hopkins at some point, hey, Haverford have made me an offer or Haverford have shown a lot of interest, but John Hopkins is my ideal school. John Hopkins is going to go, oh, well, I know Haverford. We lost to them this year. And if they're recruiting you and you want to come to our school, well, that's huge. That's great. Like, that's fantastic. And it might be easier to contact Haverford because everybody's contacting John Hopkins just because, you know, nationally, John Hopkins is a little bit well known because they're medical programs and whatnot. So, and Haverford and Swarthmore, and these are amazing Division three schools that, you know, most of you guys, when you're picking your list, whether you're a parent or a student, you're like, I've heard of that school, so I'll put it on my list. And guess what happens? Pretty much everybody puts the same 15 to 25 schools on their list. And then all of those kids email all of those coaches. And then, you know, sometimes you get picked. And then, frankly, you know, they can only pick so many. There are 800,000 high school soccer players. And of that, in terms of like, say, the top academics, Division ones and the top academic Division threes, you're talking about a th- not even a thousand spots because there's about two on, not even, there's like 50 teams. Each of those teams needs about seven players. So it's rounded up to 10. So there's 500 spots for 800,000 people. You know, it's just, the numbers are crazy. This is why I'm trying to implore you to start the recruiting process early because I've seen the results with my students. We have right now a few of them who started a sophomore year and they were, first of all, getting messages from D1 coaches, even when they necessarily weren't supposed to, just like, sounds good. Nice to meet you. Not necessarily recruiting, but now they're likely to get a call on June 15th of their sophomore year because they started their freshman year. And you guys, some of you are wondering when you call me, you'll be like, hey, how come that kid's being recruited? I'm not. Yeah, sometimes it's luck. This person knows this person and they get recruited. But in my own career, I said to myself, look, I'm not the biggest. I'm not going to get recruited just out of the blue. That's not my soccer god angels. But if I work really hard and I'm proactive early, then I can beat the status quo. 
And as somebody who was playing AYSOB team until I was 12, and then I was playing JV soccer as a junior, you know, that's what I eventually did. And I eventually turned pro because I got to play college soccer. So I'm a big believer in like, you have to take this journey into your own hands. And if you do that, then you have the best chance of reaching your goals. You still may not reach them, but you'll have the best chance. And that's what I do is I give you guys the best chance by teaching you what to say, how to say it, what to, what schools to put on your list, why to put those schools on your list. So that way you'll have a better chance of getting recruited down the line. Now, for those of you who are like, hey, I have my list. What do I do with it now? The next stage is, particularly I'm going to say you guys are sophomores or juniors in this listening podcast, is I want you to start drafting emails to those schools. Let's pretend you're a freshman as well. It doesn't really matter if they can't respond to you. Okay, they're taking notes on you. That's how they get to know you. That's how they make calls on June 15th. They've been coming to your game secretly or maybe they're not coming to your games at all and you need to let them know you're coming. And at that age, if you're not playing at the higher level club teams, which we talked about in the last podcast, then you're in trouble because they're not coming to you like ever. So if you want to break the status quo like I did in my own career and we've since done with over 100 students, then you have to be proactive. You have to go after them. And I think that term gets thrown out a lot like all of you guys know you have to be proactive. Write an email. The coaches aren't going to find you. That's not really what I'm saying. I'm saying I need you to be strategic. I need you to be specific. You can't just say, here's my video coach. You need to say, Coach, here's my video. I'm planning on coming to your college ID camp on these dates. May I have permission to do so? And the reason we write it like that, I'm going to explore a lot more in the next uh, podcast here. So again, if you want more help in this college recruiting process, let me know. I want to help you as much as I can. You can schedule a call. We also have some other platforms that we're working on as well that will at least help you get guidance like right away, even if you're on the younger age. The sooner you start, the more likely it is you'll play college soccer. And that's what I really want to help you with.